Yes, welcome in at one and all. This is the full 10 yards. At, uh, I nearly said Britball, then it's not. It's the, <laughs> it's the betting podcast. You can tell what I've been doing recently. Um, yeah, well, welcome in. Uh, this is the third of three anti-post uh, podcasts that we are doing ahead of the 2021 uh, NFL season. Thank you for joining us. If you aren't already, make sure you're subscribing on YouTube. Uh, give us a five-star uh, rating on Apple Podcasts. But if you would be so kind, if you enjoy any of the content uh, so far that we've been putting out to say during the season, um, we, we would be putting putting out ramping up our uh, betting content each week so make sure you do follow us make sure you do join us each and every week um trying to obviously win you some some cash put some cash in them in them wallets because it's been it's been a good six months since uh, since we've been able to spend it so you know hopefully we've got a few notes uh, and a few notes in the wallet to spend in this podcast as you can see i'll get to the guest shortly but we'll be looking at uh, team win totals and we'll be looking at to, uh, to make the playoffs or not to make the playoffs uh, that's what william shakespeare once said uh, but as you can see in the top right hand corner as always Mr. Adam Wolford, Mr. Touchdown Tips. Adam, how you doing? I'm really good, mate. Yeah, it's uh, as you said, it's been a long, long time off. Some of us won a ton of money over the draft, so that was nice. Only a few months back, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's a weird old game, the NFL. It's a long, long off season and then an intense four months, so I, ca- I can't wait to get back into it, frankly. Absolutely, and as you can see, uh, making his betting, uh, obviously you will find him on the, on the college uh, side of things, but Raj, how are we doing? All good, all good. Good to join you guys. Obviously, different from the college college podcast so uh don't have to give you some draft profiles and what's <laughs> going on in the college football season but looking looking at something different today which is exciting and hopefully give some good nuggets and tips to uh to whet the appetite for the upcoming season yeah absolutely uh some gets get some sweats going and uh hopefully hopefully, hopefully win some money and uh line line up those wallets um like i say we're going to be going through some afc nfc totals and, and make playoffs so we shall start ladies and gents uh with the afc uh, as you can see if you are watching it on our youtube uh, i will just run through uh the totals so kansas city 12 and a half buffalo 11 with baltimore cleveland 10 and a half the couple of teams on nine and a half charges dolphins patriots uh titans at nine along with the colts that seems a bit off uh considering the news but that is i did check that at the, at the same day as we recorded the podcast and it is still currently there so there we go um denver and pittsburgh eight and a half adam must be enjoying seeing that being under 500 um raiders seven Jags and Bengals six and a half, and then we uh, go down to the basement to see the Jets at six. And Houston Texans looking at uh, that even looks like a difficult four to get to, doesn't it? Mm. Um, <laughs> Adam, we'll come to you first. Um, what 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 one strikes you as as the one to go over or under um, for for the AFC? Uh, unfortunately, it's pessimism from my point of view. Um, I, I I like the Bills uh, under eleven. I like the fact it's in eleven, so you get a push. Obviously, if they finish dead on, I think everything went well for them last year. They they had a bit of a perfect storm. That the Patriots were down. Um, that they no one was really injured on their team. Everything everything went swimmingly for them. So, I it might be a little harsh on them. I but I think they're going to come down come back down to earth. Uh, Denver under eight and a half is another one that I like on the FC side of things. I just I can't buy Denver. I know they've got a decent defense, but I can't trust Drew Luck or Teddy Bridgewater um, and a quarterback there. Uh, and as you've said, you kind of alluded to the Texans and the Colts, both unders. Uh, the Texans, I think, are going to struggle to get to four with the way their roster is. Even with Deshaun Watson, they only won four last year. Uh, and there's a fair chance he's either going to be suspended or traded away. So I think they're going to struggle to get to four with the team they've got. And yeah, the Colts with Wentz coming off injury with Quentin Nelson uh, injured as well. I, I have a feeling that Wentz isn't going to be good all year. And I, it's one of those that 
while they're saying it's going to be five to seven or whatever they said, uh, I think it could be one of those that lingers that will kind of drag on that's going to affect him for the year. Uh, I actually quite like the Colts, but I just, I'm not sure Wentz is going to be doing as well as he probably could have done. So for me, out of those ones, it would probably be Denver eight under eight and a half would be the one is, uh, that's my favorite out of those. Fair enough. And then Raj, moving to you, obviously you are a Miami Dolphins fan. Um, what do you make of the nine and a half and what else in the AFC strikes you? So I actually fancy us to go over nine and a half. I think we had we were, we were ten and six last year, and that was purely on defense. And obviously with the muddling quarterback situation, um, but obviously now with Tua now having the keys to that that uh, that offense and the defense actually got better. And it was by going into week sixteen last year the number one ranked defense. So um, if that defense has got better, don't be surprised to see them get a similar record next year or even a better record considering their strength of schedules uh, 27th. So they have an easy schedule compared to obviously what they did last year and still managed 10 and six. Um, the two I like are Bengals under six and a half. I, the, the three things I look at with, with, with regards to this are strength of schedule, home field advantage and head coaching. And for me, obviously Zach Taylor isn't, a good head coach, in my, in my opinion, strength of, strength, strength of schedule. They are tied six, the harder schedule um, in, in that division um, with regards to obviously the Steelers and the Ravens and the Browns. They've got elite defenses they're going up against and those elite defenses against that offensive line. I just It just really fills me with a lot of dread. So I think under six and a half makes a lot of sense. And as well, I'm looking at the Raiders and under seven as well, because I just think their their strength last year is now their biggest weakness, which is their offensive line. Uh, they've lost uh, Nelson Aguilar, so their only real weapon, I think, is Darren Waller. Um, and the defense is always their defense. And like I said, head coaching wise, John Gruden isn't <laughs> the, the, the less said the better. <laughs> Home field advantage, it's an unknown because it's com it's a completely new stadium. With we haven't had any fans in it before, and uh, strength of schedule as well. It's it's a, it's one of the tougher schedules as well. Tied eighth on the strength of schedule list. So I think uh, under seven for the Raiders is, is another bet that I quite like. No, I can't believe you've come in here with your numbers and your stats and everything. I scribble down under six and a half for the Bengals. I, I just can't, obviously as a Bengals fan, I can't back under six and a half, but I can't argue against it. It's, it's really frustrating. And I think they're going to be better this year. It's just not that much better. And like you said, they've got one of the worst schedules in the league. Uh, and it, it's tough for me to argue against the fact that they, they're not going to be very good again. I think their defensive line will be better. I think the defense as a whole will be better. I think the offense will be fine. But I, I just can't personally see us getting to seven. So I, I definitely can't argue with that one. Yeah, just with the as Bengals as well. Yeah, just with the Bengals as well. Obviously, drafting Jamar Chase. Obviously, you've got three elite, well, three great wide receivers. But coincidentally, the cornerbacks and for both and the secondaries for both the Steelers the Browns and the Ravens are are within probably the top 10, top five in the NFL. Mm. So it's all very well strength versus strength. But then you look at the pass rush in that division against the offensive line. I think it just fills me with a lot of dread to uh, where do the Bengals, where can they get their wins from? Yeah, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to carry on with this. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not going to go well in my favor. I, I, in, in my opinion, the offensive line has been strengthened from where it was last year, but again against the talent that they're facing it it might not be enough like they 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 made moves to strengthen the depth which is i think what they needed more than an elite talent and getting the ball out quicker to players like chase should be 
obviously you will less time with Joe Burrow having it in his hands. But yeah, I don't want to turn this into a Bengals offensive line <laughs> podcast, so I will uh, yeah. I will cut it off there. But I I, I kind of. I begrudgingly agree with you that seven wins is going to be tough for the Bengals this year. <clears throat> there we go. Very good. Um, yeah, a couple couple for me. I, I think the Titans at nine, I, th- I think is probably a, a half point or a point probably too low, I think, especially with the weakened Colts team. Um, like I say, like you said, uh, Adam, I think it was obviously, I think Wentz and, and Nelson's injuries could linger. Um, I won't make a Cranbridge reference, but they, they, yeah, they don't, give me any confidence and considering there's probably six wins there at the right for the picking for the Titans you only need three more for the rest of the schedule and you know considering there's 11 more games for them to get them to get them three uh, and you're getting the push at nine I just don't see anything better than than the Titans over to, to be quite honest uh, I agree with the Colts under um, yeah Titans for me is, an, is, an, is an absolute standout um, just to mention obviously you know Adam for those that are watching through up a random X to, to denote that uh, Xavier Howard's re-signed with the Dolphins on that on that defense as well. So another reason much to be uh, optimistic about his nine and a half. Um, like if you say if you don't like the Denver Broncos and you don't like the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, over nine and a half for the the, the Chargers probably appeals. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do like um, I do like that. Um, again, when when I look at team totals i usually look at both at both bookends first to see if anything's too high or if anything's too low and i'd say i think the yeah, texans getting four is uh is going to be quite an ask especially if Terod taylor is uh is qb in and he's only thrown to brandon cooks who's one concussion away from being out of the league and then um despite it being a 17 game season you know, kansas city at 12 and a half there'd be probably be quite a lot of takers to go on the over there because um yeah arguably the best obviously the best team in yeah always the favorites to win the Super Bowl and always one of the best teams in in the league and obviously one of the more exciting ones to watch uh obviously improved the offensive line which will help my homes and I know they've only got very few targets to throw at but um it doesn't usually need uh a lot of help to find them anyway but yeah I, I would imagine that 12 and a half would be would be quite popular there as well so um yeah we we'll, we'll shall move over from the AFC to the NFC then folks and Raj I'll give it to the floor to you first I'll just run through them quickly though Tampa Bay obviously the defending champions at 12 San Francisco 49ers look loftily high there at 10 and a half with the LA Rams Green Bay 10 along with Seattle and then we've got a couple of teams on nine New Orleans Dallas and Minnesota eight and a half for Washington uh, along with Arizona and then three teams on seven and a half Chicago Carolina and the Falcons uh, and then New York Giants seven Philadelphia Eagles six and a half and uh, similar to the Houston Texans four and a half looks quite high uh, in my opinion for the Detroit Lions but Raj I'll pass it over to you yes there's a couple here I think Packers stand out as uh, sort of over 10 is is with the news with Aaron Rodgers I think Mm. it's uh, the NFC I think isn't as strong as the AFC so there are sort of in that division as well where you've got the Lions which is it's a bit of a gimme this year and then the Bears obviously with the question mark over quarterback situation and the Vikings well, you don't know which Kirk Cousins is going to turn up that should be five COVID one he's gonna he's gonna have glass screens around him in the pocket right just, yeah. Just, yeah. but um but yeah I think that's a standout one and I think another one is is I quite like the Panthers this year I think obviously there's a question mark about Sam Darnold but I think over seven and a half is definitely achievable for them considering the saints got weaker the falcons are pretty weak especially their defense uh matt rule second year known as a program builder and joe brady knows how to uh scheme an offense with obviously what he did at lsu at joe burrow um and the thing is we're kind of thinking is it going to be ryan Tannehill 2.0 at um at carolina this year obviously with uh 
Tannehill leaving gaze and then becoming a, just an infinitely better quarterback. So I think uh, Carolina over seven and a half is definitely one that intrigues me as well. Yeah, that'd be music to the ears of uh, Adam. Uh, yeah. He said earlier in the uh, earlier in the week in our uh, what is it awards when we were doing coach of the year and all the rest of it. Um, you know, him and him and Josh were were, were bigging up Matt Rowan and the Carolina Panthers. Uh, away you go, Adam. Yeah, I, I'm I'm worryingly high on the Panthers this year. Uh, I mean, Raj pointed out everything I was going to cover. Really, is the the rest of the division has decreased apart from the Bucks, who've stayed where they are. So. I think they're going to have better games against the Saints and against the Falcons. Um, I've mentioned it a couple of times this week that they were involved in 11 one-score games last year. Uh, they only won three of them, and that was with Teddy Bridgewater in the centre. So if you think that Sam Darnold's going to live up to his number three overall pick from a few years back in, in, a, new, in a new city with uh, Christian McCaffrey back from injury, then I, I personally think the Panthers over seven and a half is probably my, probably my favourite out of both divisions. Uh, for, for for that side of it. So I really can't argue with that. I, I'm i down on the Seahawks, so under 10. You're getting the push on 10. I don't mind that one. Uh, I'm I'm a little higher on the Eagles than everyone else seems to be. Uh, I don't think they're a great team by any means, but six and a half wins in a 17-game season probably isn't the most um, ambitious in the world. Uh, Cardinals under eight and a half. I did have written down. Uh, I've now kind of come to the conclusion that's that's going to be fairly difficult to only win eight games, but it is probably the best division in the NFL. So winning more than two in division makes nine wins overall quite quite difficult. So that was one of the ones I had noted. But yeah, for, for me, over seven and a half for the Panthers is, is the one I would go for if I was only putting one bet on. Fair enough. Okay, well, so I'll put them back on the screen there and again. Similar to, to um, what I said about the AFC, I always look at the bookends and you know the way the way Tampa Bay finished the season last year after the bye week, just steamrolling everyone. I wouldn't be surprised they continue that on. And like I say, I can see you know 14, 15 for for Tampa Bay. I don't see a lot of teams, especially in the, the NFC South. There's there's six wins there uh, straight off the bat. So um, you know, and there's a week one win there against Dallas, <laughs> Dallas as well. So there's uh, there's seven wins out of uh, that you of the required twelve. So I quite like that. Um, yeah, similar to, to Raj, like the overall on, on Green Bay. I'm surprised that hasn't gone up a notch or two now that Aaron Aaron Rodgers is confirmed as, as coming back. Uh, I like the Minnesota, like, and I say similar comments with, with Tampa Bay. You know, I think Green Bay will steamroll that division. Uh, again, probably five, you know, at the very least five wins there. Uh, I don't see, I don't see Mr. Perplex uh, glass screens mr kirk cousins doing anything too much with and they're a running team anyway but yeah under nine for, for the vikings and i'd say yeah they'll probably have the best of, of the carolina in their two games in the detroit lions of the detroit lions so uh again if you're if you're giving me five or six wins for, for green bay and i only need to, f- to find four or five and you've got last year's mvp at quarterback um just screams I, I, over for me um saints is an interesting one at nine obviously with the probably the carousel that will be becoming a, a quarterback i know james winston likely to be quarterback but you know sean payton likes to muck around a little bit and they've got again no one to throw to Michael Thomas not being around there till November um I would with the nine being a push I'm quite happy to go under on that but um Dallas nine and Washington football team again check out our divisional uh podcast if you want to 15 minutes of arguing on the nfc on the nfc east um yeah i mean i i, I quite fancy chicago um over seven and a half i know they've got dalton and, and justin fields are probably at some point coming in um but again i'm it's more of the fact that i'm down on the vikings and again you probably get three i, I would assume you get three or four wins there uh which is almost half of that total as well and they'll be able to pick up three or four more wins uh unders on the falcons i don't think they'll be doing too much they've got nothing in in, in terms of defense and they've got you know 
again, it just feels like they're they're ready to tear that all down. And they've got Kyle Pitts who will be in Redley that will be there for a little while. And I just think Matt Ryan's kind of in the in the, the back, obviously the back back couple of holes of his uh, of his round. But um, yeah, no, for me, if I had to pick out a couple, like I said, I really like uh, Tampa Bay over, Green Bay over, uh, and Minnesota under for me. So that are they are the team totals. Let's move over then, folks, to uh, to make the playoffs. Um, I've got both uh, yeses and noes here. So I've got all sixteen teams for for the playoffs. If you are watching uh, there on YouTube, I won't go through all of them and all the prices. But um, you know, obviously, Kansas City, you know, Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Ravens, uh, Cleveland, uh, and Tennessee. Uh, five teams there um, that are odds on to make the playoffs. Um, whereas you've got Houston Texans are eight to eight to one, and I'd, I'd argue you could probably put two zeros on the end of that, and still wouldn't get any bets on it. But um, although the, the only reason you would put a bet on it is in just in case Paddy Power decides to, to pay it out just for the for, for the sake of it. But there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Raj, would you would you like uh, AFC wise to make the playoffs or not or not to make the playoffs? And is there any particular strategy you have for this? Obviously, you know if you're uh, if you're someone that likes to bet in divisions obviously that obviously guarantees you make the playoffs but do you look particularly at teams that might be value that will finish second so like you've got the charges there at 21 to 20 or you know someone like i don't know patriots 11 to 10 or your dolphins obviously 11 to 10 as well yeah i look to find the value in terms of who who's who's going to make the playoffs obviously there is now one extra playoff uh, position as 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 was seen last year so i think that really sort of enhances the value and you can't really argue with obviously KC and probably Buffalo to, to be top of their divisions and, and looking at the Titans as well they look to be top of their division so I think four to six for the Titans is a is a real standout bet there for to make the playoffs obviously conversely then the Colts at five to seven not to make the playoff I think is a is a, is, is a tasty is a tasty little bet there considering I think the first five games I think it's ridiculously hard schedule and i'm not surprised if they can if they go zero and five for the first five games mm. and then it's coming uphill then um from there uh after after that kind of start it's, it's going to be tough and like like was mentioned earlier with carson wentz is it is he going to come back in and perform straight away or is it going to be one of those lingering injuries and i'm not from the draft uh from the draft jacob e, jacob eason was a he's got a big arm but that's all he's really got. And I don't think the Colts have the receivers there to, to exploit their, his big arm. Um, I have to go again, Dolphins, to make the playoffs, uh, 11 to 10. And then conversely, New England not to make the playoffs. Um, Dolphins to make the playoffs. So like I've said, the defense got better. Zayvon Howard just signed his new deal today. So top one of the best cornerback duos in the league. And then conversely, with the, uh, with the Patriots, their weakness is still their biggest weakness from last year, which is a quarterback situation. Um all right, they may have spent a whole ton of money on free agency, but their receiving core and their quarterback situation is still in the bottom quartile of, of the NFL. And uh, I can't, obviously, Belichick's put his faith in Cam again. And and as we've seen, when, when a team has a rookie quarterback, it's very difficult for that team to get into the playoffs. It's very much a a sort of a, a learning season. Um, we, we saw it last year with Justin Herbert, for example, and Joe Burrow, obviously, Tua did have... It was a, a sort of a, a weird quarterback situation with Fitzmagic there, but uh, if if Mac Jones does come in, I don't expect him to, to to set the house on fire right away, and I think that may impact the Patriots not making the playoffs. Yeah, I don't disagree with any of that. Um, Adam, any any strategies for you in in this market? Um, like I say, is it, uh, yeah, again with division winners and, and teams that come in second. Um, not, not necessarily strategy, but as, as you said, with seven playoff teams, I think the Chargers at plus money is a, is a fairly solid bet for me. Um, I'm not 
unsurprisingly, as a non-Dolphins fan, I'm not as confident on that kind of situation. But um, I do, I do appreciate everything I've said. I, I can't argue with what he said. I, I do think that the Patriots are going to be better, but is it going to be better than ten wins, which Dolphins may well get? Probably not. So that's not, that's not one I'll go with there. Um, so yeah, frankly, th- this market on the AFC is is tough because, as we've agreed, the, the AFCs mm-hmm. the AFCs a tougher division and it's it's difficult. Just to emphasise the Colts though is. Um, they have uh, they're hosting the Seahawks and then the Rams, then they're at the Titans, at the Dolphins, at the Ravens. Uh, so yeah, their first five games are by far the toughest stretch they have all season. So if they're starting at zero and five, one and four, which is quite quite possible with possible injuries to uh, Wentz, then you you can't five to seven is probably actually fairly decent for them not to make mm. the playoffs yeah. on that side of things. Um, other than that, it's. It's, it's tough to take anything else, frankly. Yeah, it's, it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And yeah I say, apart, apart from Chargers, Dolphins, if you're obviously Dolphins, and, and yeah, yes for, for Titans, no for Colts. There's not really a lot else there that you can you can bet on. Let's say you wouldn't have much enthusiasm about Broncos at that price, you know, Steelers at that price, and even like you know, Raiders seven to two, you know, Jags threes, Bengals fives. You know, there's not even anything big prices there that you can like, yeah. and no one's ever taken sixes on to Chiefs not two or eleven four for the Bills not two. Um, and you say it's, it's all quite then a bit, it's all a bit compact, isn't it? So, yeah, there's not really too much value there. Um, but I think, no. yeah, I think, I think we're all in agreement that Titans, Chargers, and, and Dolphins as, as a yes, and the Colts as a no. I think that's pretty much all she wrote, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I won't agree on the Dolphins, but yeah, the Titans and Chargers, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, that, is, so, that pay, is, that, is that payback for my Bengals artist earlier? Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, that's me thinking that the Patriots bounce back a bit more than you think they will. I, mm. I agree that they don't have much talent despite, despite spend, spending a fortune on offense, they do have two very good tight ends. And I'd imagine that's where a lot of their play is going to come from. And the defense, if it can return to what it was when they had all the players, then it, it's going to it's going to level out. Um, I definitely wouldn't say I definitely wouldn't take the money on the Dolphins not making the playoffs, but I, I personally just ignore him, Raj. He's splitting he's splitting hairs, which is ironic because he's <laughs> he hasn't got many he hasn't got many anyway. So anyway, moving on, that's moving on to <laughs> <laughs> moving on to the NFC then, um, yeah. But Buccaneers one to seven, obviously to make the playoffs uh, by far and away the uh, the shortest price on there. Well, no, you've got the oh, I've got the I've got the uh, the Lions at one to fourteen. That's obviously the wrong around balls. Never mind. Um, yeah, so I say uh, odds on shots here for to to make the playoffs. Buccaneers one to seven, Packers four eleven, San Francisco and the Rams both at one to two, Seattle Seahawks at ten to thirteen, and Dallas Cowboys at five to seven. Um, some interesting ones here, and again, again, this is going to be yeah, kind of a case where you know try and look for yeah, a tiny bit of value, I think personally. Um, in uh what did i, I can't remember what i fancied um green if, you, if you've got a lot of money obviously green bay uh four to eleven just yeah put plump a mortgage on that one obviously do it responsibly if you if you can but uh yeah but even at four to eleven i think uh, that's pretty much buying money is that's like putting a house on it and getting getting a shed in return but um uh adam what do you what do you like in the nfc oh well, we we mentioned it in the um in the team tales um the second worst apparently according to the odds is 21 to 10 on the panthers uh, i i Personally, I, I, as I say, I'm, I know full well I'm over the top on them this year, but um, I'm happy to get more than two to one on the Panthers to make it. And uh, on the other side of it, five to six for the Saints to miss playoffs. I don't mind that. Um, also, wouldn't mind 11 to 10 on Seahawks to miss it, uh, just because it's a very tough division. And mm. I, mm. I, I frankly, I'm, I struggle to 
struggle to rate them. I think everyone in that division is going to take wins from each other, and then it's going to be the outer division kind of um, action that that makes it. So yeah, it'd be those three again. I, for me, twenty-one to ten on the Panthers is is fairly decent. I mean, you can. If you want to get a little bit more pernickety, you can get um, a decent odds on the Panthers finishing second in the NFC South. I think it was about three to one or four to one. Mm. Would be a bad cover, to be fair, yeah, because they might miss out, but then still come second. Yeah. Four, so, yeah, not, four to one bad. for them to finish second. Yeah, that's not bad. Not a bad cover. Uh, Raj, what do you what do you make of the NFC? Can't disagree with that. And the Panthers are my my strongest bet there, twenty-one to ten. Uh, like like we said earlier, I think yeah, a lot higher, a lot higher in them than other people, and um, it's. Their offense is stacked. If it, we've got Robbie Anderson and uh, and DJ Moore, and then you add Terrace Marshall to the mix as well, and then obviously uh, getting JC Horn at corner, strength of the defense, which is what we want to see, and Derek Brown hopefully making that year two jump. And again, I have to agree, eleven to ten Seahawks not to make it. That division is really tough, um, and the, the murmurings over the off season about Russell Wilson not being happy that always leaves me with a bit of doubt as to is the locker room tight there is this is this going to be a rumbling story throughout the season if there's a couple losses say back to back then is Russ, russell going to throw his toys out the pram and all that kind of business and then i'm really high on the rams this year i think they are probably the team of the nsc with the bucks and one to two i think the the rams and, and the 49ers are i think they're head and shoulders above the other two teams. I think the Cardinals, I'm just not sold on Cliff Kingsbury. And then like I just mentioned with the Seahawks, I just think there's just there's an underlying tone there, which doesn't sit well with me. So one to two with the Rams with McVay finally getting a quarterback of his choice and working working with Stafford. And by all accounts and purposes in, in, in OTAs, Stafford is looking the business. So it's, um, yeah. Mm. Like one thing I always say about the um, mm-hmm. the NFC, 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 if you only think one team's coming out of the out of the division for the playoffs, obviously don't go anywhere near this market. Just bet um, bet on division winner. So like you know, so if you're if you're a, a Dallas or a Washington fan, obviously you know, the, the likelihood is NFC East doesn't send more than one team out of it, and you're getting better prices for both of them to win the division. So NFC yeah, NFC East is out of it, and it's probably a similar comments apply to. Uh, to the NFC South as well, so uh, I know I know you guys have said about the Carolina Panthers. I'm just saying, if yeah, the point is, if you if you only fancy one team to come out of the division, you don't need to come near this market. It's just one, well, like where you've got the NFC West, where potentially it is a tough division, or it might be a competitive division. You think one or two teams might, or even three teams might come out of it, um, even four, I suppose. It wouldn't surprise me to see all four te- all four teams in the West. But there you go. Um, yeah, obviously this is the only time you would go near that market because it gives you a bit of safety that they if they don't win the division but still make it. So you know teams like you know Chicago or Arizona. If you if you're an Arizona fan, <clears throat> obviously you guys are Carolina fans. Um, I, I can't. Have San Francisco at one to two personally. Um, yeah, maybe it's me being bitter and having rose tinted glasses on, but <clears throat> give me six to four to them for them not to. Yeah, it's just, it's just the easiest schedule. The 49ers yeah. got an easier schedule. They, don't, year, know, they which... don't even know who they want to court bad. That's the problem. Yeah, 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 yeah I agree. I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to put myself on a hill with with the 49ers doing well. But give me the six yeah, to four. Give uh, me the six to four. Yeah. Uh, uh, there we go. All right. Well, that was nice and quick, wasn't it? Inside half an hour. But there we go. There you have you uh, your totals, your team win totals, your, A- your AFC and the NFC make the playoffs or not to make the playoffs. Hopefully, we've pointed you in the right direction, or at least maybe if you're sitting on the fence with one or two teams, we maybe we've helped you uh, fall on the one side. Hopefully, uh, you, know, you ain't got any splinters. But uh, don't forget to you know, subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, 14 Yards, obviously, and at, at 14 Yards 
cards on Twitter. We'll be ramping up our, our betting side of things in terms of content throughout the season on all our socials, both written, podcast, visual, and, and some cool little videos as well that we've got uh, we've got planned up. So make sure you do join us. We'll be back at, yeah, each and every week to give you all the best bets, both in written and visual and audio formats. Um, so I hope we hope you can join us. Thanks to Raj. Thanks to Adam as always. Adam will be joining us uh, throughout the season as he does normally. Uh, we will see you next time when we win Summer Cave!